Hi everyone, it's me, Tony. I'm your host for FTU, Life After the Military. And this episode, I'm talking to BJ again. And uh, we're talking about some of the products that he's selling and how they've uh, changed his life. And uh, he goes pretty in-depth into the information. And what I want to um, make clear before anybody listens to this episode is that neither of us are doctors. Okay, and we're just talking about stuff that we've tried to make ourselves feel better. Um, without any narcotics or any major um, life changes, just small adjustments. And if uh, you're on meds of any type, I highly recommend that you uh, talk to your doctor before making a decision to come off your meds um, for whatever that may be, if they're for your mental health or if you're just, uh, they're helping to keep your cholesterol uh, in check or your high blood pressure um, low. So, You don't just, you know, die one day, Um, you know, make sure you check with the, with your doctor. Um, Again, we are not doctors. We're not medical professionals. We're just telling you what may or may not have worked for us. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And as always, zot, 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 and roll tide. Hey, welcome to another episode of FTU, Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and today I'm joined by my good friend, BJ, and uh, BJ was on the pod previously, and he's back because he just has a message that he wants to share with everyone. Um, so, BJ, I'm going to hand it over to you. Hey, brother. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Um, glad to be back. Glad to be here. Glad to see this thing evolve. It's a great thing that Tony's doing for all of us. And basically what I want to talk about is my, you know, I was diagnosed in 2015, a year after I retired in 2014 with post-traumatic stress. Um, but nothing diagnosed, but not where the VA said, okay, we're going to pay you. So I went through three or four years of this counseling. And in the meantime, when I did this, my uh, PTSD doctor, who is a colonel in the reserves, had recommended I maybe try, you know, some PTSD meds and specifically the one that I tried was Lexpro. So fast forward, you know, doing Lexpro, you know, the doctor, like I said, he was, he was a colonel in the reserves and he had done one of the mission sets that I had done when I was in the army. He done his in Afghanistan or in Iraq and I done mine in Afghanistan. So, you know, taking the meds, you know, doing everything, doing my PTSD counseling, you know, I was fortunate enough although I wasn't totally disabled, I was able to work part-time and, and, um, you know, continue to get help and seek help through the, through the VA. Well, as time progressed and you're out of the army and, you know, you keep going on, then that's when you really find out. Cause one of my first social workers, when, um, my first social worker that diagnosed me, the very first one was through TRICARE said, we're all heroes in the army. And then we become zeros. And I don't know how true that, more was than, you know, after a year or two, you're out, then everybody seems to forget you. And so that aspect, and maybe, you know, people with PTSD, maybe it was their first tragic event in their life. And and that's what normally 
equates to having post-traumatic stress is having some kind of tragic event, maybe seeing someone, you know, a family member die in front of you. Um, maybe, you know, unfortunately someone was sexually assaulted, uh, maybe for combat. I mean, there's many things that maybe us, us uh, soldiers would think, oh, you know, it's real serious. Well, there's some crazy things for PTSD that we would all in our old army days would say, you got to be flipping kidding me. We're getting PTSD for this kind of stuff. Well, that's not for none of us to decide because that's the people that makes those decisions. So you just have to do understand for each yourself, you have to just take note as what's going on with yourself. So if things for BJ Patterson, personally, what I saw is the, the happy, easy going, loving to work, doing his job and doing those things that no longer was the case, man. I didn't like people. I thought everybody was rude, you know, noises all the time. And just, you know, just everything that every one of us have suffers or deal with, with PTSD. So the big thing that I did for me, you know, several years ago going through this counseling, unfortunately for me, I had a couple of tragic events that I had suppressed and I brought that stuff back out, you know, at see probably 40 years later, 43 years later, so my counseling was a little bit longer because I dealt with combat and some other stuff. And so with all that being said, you know, the VA is like, you know, you've graduated all our programs. You really not much we can do. But, you know, really, um, it was all new to me dealing with PTSD and some of the stuff that I had suppressed as a child. You know, it's just like, wow, brings it all out. So all that stuff has, if you look at the news and just hear of all the veterans and hear of all the problems and all the suicides, you know, I statistically, 22 is probably not right. I would almost say double that. And if we really did, you know, the research is probably a pretty high number that's committing suicide. And I would probably say out of the majority that commit suicide, they're on some kind of psychotropic drug, something that our government, the U S government says you need because of your mental issues. Well, normally that's, that's true. And I would just say, think about that as we continue on and what I'm getting ready to discuss. So living back and forth in North Carolina, I've been fortunate to be here. Um, family members still live here, you know, and that kind of thing. So I was fortunate enough to be able to take an RV and just uproot and go out to Nevada and enjoy the sunshine and ride a mountain bike, which is what I've been doing for the last three years. So I've had a great life. Been out there doing PT or not PT because I didn't really do PT. I just did what I wanted to do and living the life of enjoying 300 plus days of sunshine. Now it's hot as you know what in the summer and it's kind of windy in the winter. So although it's great with the sunshine, there's always something else and just a little different, you know, dealing with people and that kind of stuff. So where I dealt with three or four years of doing PTSD and feeling all alone, I was in the, you know, in the, you know, back to the, in the North Carolina side going out there, I was really by myself. So it kind of makes you do a lot of reflection and then a lot of the reflection, you start doing stupid things that you wouldn't even fathom that you would do, you know, and the list is long. So, graduate, fast forward, COVID hits, and then we're all just stopped and we all just have to figure out how to deal with just normal life. Well, just, you know, we don't even think about the PTSD stuff now because it's just, you know, like almost everybody has got a, you know, something wrong that's happened, unfortunately. So you deal with COVID and that's just a whole nother different entity that we got to deal with. I mean, people getting sick and this, the changing in the world and the money. So all those things with folks with PTSD, normally, it, it starts playing some minds on you. And for me being locked up, I hated it. You know, I, I was doing, you know, I love mountain biking, but one day I decided I wanted to jump off a four or five foot mountain, you know, and hit and st- instead of hitting normal, I hit my, 
pinky finger and uh it's been uh, i guess i tore the ligaments in it and it's been jacked up since then and i couldn't get it fixed during covid so that was something you had to deal with because guess what ptsd the pain you know those kind of things and i say that is most of us cope during our time in the army you have to because if you don't cope how can you you got to remain flexible and so I would say my biggest challenge going on medicines that the government prescribed for me was learning how to just cope with the daily aspects of life. And that's exactly what my psychiatrist, who, by the way, is a colonel in the U.S. Army Reserves. So he was no stranger to anything about the military, but being domesticated for people that deployed in, in Tony and, and a lot of us is, you know, our career field, you know, and everybody else in 9-11. So it's just. How do you cope with coming back in the world, dealing with people that have no clue what you dealt with? And, you know, I've said it in one of my, in I think the first uh, podcast I did, you know, people don't quite understand you, you know, and I was at that Christmas thing with my first job and they're all, you know, just making crazy, stupid jokes about, oh my God, the world's coming to an end. And I just said, hey, if you get shot at at Christmas time, that might be something for you, you for the world coming to the end. So it was just dealing with people that don't have that non-PTSD is another issue. So, here we are. I'm back east again. I am decided that uh, sunshine and cold winds is great, but it's not great for my dog. He weighs 110 pounds and he can't deal with the heat. And so for three or four months, he's just stuck like Chuck in the frigging you know camper, and he it's miserable for him. And he's 110 pounds, so he's been back east living with my wife. And I guess he's you know he's a big dog, so he needed me back. And so I'm here. I'm back. We're enjoying things. And, you know, I continued to get better, continued, was taking my pills, and I decided to become a personal trainer. And I didn't do it to for making any money. I just did it for me to be able to have something to do. Or a guy that worked for 30 years of his life is now trying to, you know, fill the void. And you can't always be mountain biking because, you know, in your 50s and older, you start breaking things when you do craziness. So trying to fill other voids in my life. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is just like, Man, what do you got to cope with just the stupidest things? And then I won't go into these details, but unfortunately for me, I had another massive tragic event um, during all this where guns were involved and I had nothing to do with the guns. I was the recipient of getting it, you know, and I never spoke about this. Tony didn't know about this, but so that was another thing that just added to the, you know, half a dozen tragic events I've had to deal with for my PTSD. So I know that, you know, it's like, wow. My circle keeps getting smaller. And then I got down to the point where I just had a couple people in my circle. And, you know, we all kept looking at some common theme. And I'm going to read what the label says for the Lexipro that I've been taking for the last seven years. I'm just going to read the label. label says, or one of the side effects, says that the medication can make a person more impulsive as a side effect where it's really extreme feelings of sadness or really extreme feelings of rage. Now, that's one of the major side effects with Lexipro. And there's another name for Lexipro, and I can't pronounce it, so that's what that is. Um, and I say that, and that's kind of scary if you think about that side effect right there. And you know what? My rage has never been to where I've ever hit nobody. But, man, nothing like trying to hit a wall or something when you're pissed off or hit a chair. And you know, when I look at that, and this was someone that's very – one of my two people in my circle at this point, one of the two people in my circle who's a medical professional said, hey, you need to read this. Never got involved, asked me none of my stuff, but been around me for the last two and a half years, seen the changes. I mean, changes where I'd be 
with this couple specifically. And my, he's my oldest brother. He's a, was a former Marine and he doesn't really, he's not a big fan into, um, you know, long hair and special, you know, wearing glasses and that kind of stuff. And I, I introduced and showed him someone that had, has post-traumatic stress and this guy's story, which is why a little, you know, it's for this guy, Tom's his name, you know, kind of went forward with his and, you know, his was about a gun. Mine wasn't about a gun, but just my brother, just, you know, did nothing wrong. Just giving his opinion about why he thinks, you know, us, all us army, you know, guys that were in special operations are not really that special, blah, blah, blah. Just the Marine Corps, you know, thought process. Well, that was 930 at night and he lived in Arizona at that time. And I decided, hey, you know, I don't need part of this conversation. I got up and left and walked to his apartment and got myself and left. And, you know, it seems like extreme feelings of sadness or rage. That seems like something, you know, instead of me wanting to hit my brother or want to cuss him out because of that much of respect I have for him, I just left. You know, when you leave, that's a six-hour drive back. So that was kind of, and that wasn't the first time I've done that. And I say all that because I've been trying to pinpoint how I became this introvert of a guy. I mean, I don't love talking as much as my other brother, but uh, I'm sure Tony knows that. But I, I just got to the point I didn't want to talk to nobody. So now that I'm a trainer, now I'm back, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, put my piece back in life. And so I owned a business. And my last thing before I go into exactly what's, you know, what I've done. Um, I had done a business online for about three years and we, we did really well. I mean, I'm talking six figures. Well, in addition to my, uh, and I know that cause uncle Sam, we just finished up the IRS bill. So three years ago was when this happened. And, but that accumulated for two or three years where I was making good money. And I was only probably about 25 to 30% at my mental capacity that I'd ever been, especially at this point in my life or any other time of my life and still made that kind of money. So I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, I want to get back in the world. Uh, and I really, it's not that I want to make money, but I want to help anybody else get healthy. And if they want to make money, I can help them do that. And so that's kind of what I looked for and started doing. And before I go any more further, I'm going to read this just for uh, Tony and I's sake and for the federal government. This is B.J. Patterson. So anything I say is B.J. Patterson. But here's the statement you all need to hear. Anything I say, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease because only a drug legally can do that. Only a drug can legally can do that. Only a psychotropic drug can legally do that. I'm in compliance with the, with the U.S. government. Now, B.J. Patterson has seen changes in his life. I've seen so many changes that I haven't done squats physically in, I don't know, many years. I mean, I'm up to doing now 45, 50 a day because I'm doing a challenge with this uh, affiliate company I'm working with. And so part of that and why I've chose this company is because it reminds me a lot of the military, the owner I've known for 20 plus years. And he he's created a product that I'm going to discuss with you and if you guys don't know anything about nitric oxide, nitric oxide, I'm going to say it one more time. I've been trying to say it in Spanish, so I've been, my English is going to be jacked up too, but not nitric oxide. So I wanted to say about nitric oxide. When you start looking this up, this is not B.J. Patterson pulling this out of his fourth point of contact. 
Nitric oxide won a Nobel Peace Prize in Stockholm, Sweden in 1998. And what nitric oxide does is it helps regulate a number of functions. Nitric oxide helps your immune system, cells communicate. It helps your circulatory system by dilating and restricting your blood vessels. Now, this is from the Nobel Peace Prize, not from B.J. Patterson. Nitric oxide boosts exercise and muscle performance. Nitric oxide improves erectile dysfunction, and nitric oxide helps and manage type 2 diabetes. Diabetes. Now, I don't have type 2 diabetes. Um, I do have a heart issue that I had, heart surgery in 2011. I died in San Antonio. I flatlined, and I was brought back. I had arrhythmia. So at one point, I had 13,000 irregular heartbeats, basically getting zapped. Felt like someone zapping me 13,000 times. I got ablated. Still had a thousand, the normal human being, probably Tony and some studs like that that run thousand miles, probably have 500 to 800. And it feels like heartburn because that's what it feels like. And so I'm just going to say, I don't know how, but I have not had no heart arrhythmias in six weeks. Six weeks. I mean, I don't know how it's not happened, but it hasn't. Now, I say that to tell you that is that it's just one product I'm taking that has 70 plus ingredients. And this 70 plus ingredient, it's all organic. And what I wanted to read from the company, sorry, moving around here. Of course, I've got it right here. All I wanted to talk about is really where it's grown. And then I want to go quickly over all the things that we have in it. But you guys can look that up. And I do have a study that was done by a guy in our company who did this to and did research and has all that as well that I'd be able to provide to anybody that wanted it, you know, at a later date. But so why greens? Yeah. Greens are nasty. I, I have not tasted a set of greens yet that were good, that tasted good. I just haven't. And I'm over, I was over two. So I found these greens and ours are called active greens like the other one, but ours is without an E and it's science-based cardio health drink that tastes absolutely divine, which it tastes like a strawberry, pina colada or strawberry pineapples. It's bioavailable nutrients that the body needs for optimum health and performance. Now, welcome to Mickey D's and fast food. The American diet has absolutely went to the doo-doo since the 50s. And none of us, none of us, not even these high-speed athletes are getting the exact nutrition nutrients that we all need. We just don't. It's just a matter of fact because we, we put alcohol, we put, you know, Something else, soda, you know, something that we think's good. My wife keeps getting this bread that's so high in glucose and sugar. And I'm like, she's like, why are you not eating it? Look at the label. We don't ever read the labels. And I didn't ever read the labels until I become a sports nutritionist. And I'm like, holy crap, BJ, what have you been doing, especially for your last seven years? So with this company, what I've found, it's caffeine-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, GMO-free, no artificial flavors, no preservatives, no fillers. It can do this. It can help with cardio health, gut health, which it has, performance, recovery, anti-aging, immunity, focus, energy, and mood. Mood. I'm, a, I'm doing that because this is me high on life and drinking a product that's totally organic. Totally organic. So with that, I'm going to go in and I'm just going to talk about some of the things that these active greens can do for us in what we provide, what it provides for our body. 
So vitamin C, everybody knows about that. It helps with antioxidants, you know, lower heart disease, blood level, reduce blood uric acid, prevent iron deficiency. I was anemic for years, and when I was plastic in the you know, my, my pre days in, in one of the other groups, um, I was deficient back then. So uh, just imagine. So it helps with that. Boost, uh, boost blood cells, protects your memory. That's something, you know, that I've suppressed for years. I am thinking about things and seeing memories that I have forgot for 40 plus years. For real. It's, it's insane. I mean, really insane. So vitamin K, next one. AIDS and blood clotting. AIDS and blood clotting. We know we need some people need that stuff. Contributes to bone health. Re- research supports its connection between vitamin K and healthy bones. People with the highest intake of vitamin K were found to have 22% lower risk of fractures compared to people with the lowest intake. There is a link that people can look at this. So when you get it, you'll be able to get on that link. Also, it may help prevent heart disease. Well, we already talked about nitric oxide, what it can do, right? So, we're going to go on to vitamin B6, also known as, we'll just say a water, it's a water-soluble vitamin that your body needs for several functions. It helps retain fat, helps, it's significant to retain fat and carbohydrate metabolism and creation of the red blood cells. So basically, it's helping through this vitamin six, you're obtaining foods from the supplements. It plays an important role in your mood, uh, mood regulation, obviously. A lot of us are some moody people, <laughs> for sure, as you get older, you're really moody. Low levels of vitamin B, C in older adults have been linked to depression. I can see that. May promote brain health and reduce Alzheimer's. And we say may because we're in compliance with what the Federal Drug Administration says. We can't say it does, but it may. You know, and it sure could. I don't have Alzheimer's, but my memory's gotten back. Um, for people that have got PMS, they can help with that. You know, and anxiety. If you've got clogged arteries and reduced heart, Vitamin B6 can help with that. It may minimize heart rest disease. It may minimize, but we know what nitric oxide was found to do. It may help prevent cancer. It may promote eye health and prevent diseases. And additionally, blood levels of adequate blood levels of B6 may prevent issues that affect your retina. I mean, I had a lot of eye issues, but seemed to, I don't even really need these glasses anymore, to be honest with you. All right. Folic acid acid root. Reduces risk of heart disease, promotes brain health, fosters positive mood, and can prevent depression, and has anti-aging properties. Luckily for me, I'm, I'm half Asian, but I still, you know, on that Scottish side of me, I can see it. So I've definitely seen the dif- difference of the bags underneath my eyes. Vitamin B12. It's a lot. And I'm not even going to go through it because it's about, well, let me see the big one. Blood cell formation, bone health, and it can prevent osteoporosis. Can play a vital health in your bone law, in your bone, in your bone health, excuse me. Magnesium. I'm going to skip some of these just for time. Involved in hundreds of biochemical reactions. May promote heart health, which it does. You know, may help lower blood pressure. In that time that I've been off my meds, six weeks, with the doctor's help from the Durham VA and the PTSD clinic, he approved me to get off this. And in the six weeks that I've been off of it, knowing the side effects you know, the extremities. I've had a couple, but the worst t- one I had when I first got off of it was just a screaming match kind of thing. And that's still bad enough. But I have a watch, Apple watch, and it timed me the whole time. In the old days, BJ getting that kind of rage, man, I'd be up 160, 170. It's like, what the flip? Now 
it was like 125, 130. I, I mean, I was at the the height of my rage, and that's the that's the that was my blood pressure. Imagine that. So we're gonna go on for magnesium, potassium, better brain function. Man, it, you notice several things that kind of help with the the brains, and they help with stronger bones, and they help risk of heart problems. So several organic ingredients we're able to to, uh, to digest and take with this. Stress levels. It does reduce stress levels. I already told you about the blood pressure. All right, we're going to talk about the greens and the biometrics and then organic alfalfa grass. So what I didn't tell you about where this is grown is it's grown, you know, obviously there's the salt lake and then there's the dead sea and that volcanic ash around both of those. The one in salt lake is where where, where our greens are grown. And our greens are cultivated and they're never below 41 degrees. So we don't lose none of the potency and it's all done at the same factory where others have to juice it and they dry it. And it almost looks like powder. Ours, when you get it to 41 degrees, it becomes what it looks like in the sachet, which is kind of like a powder. So it's pretty, pretty impressive. And I have not seen the, the, uh, you know, the actual farm, but I'm going out there next month before I do some traveling for business as well. So when I talk about this alfalfa grass, alfalfa, alfalfa study was published in the July 2009 Journal of Biomedical Science. The study was performed on animals that were injected with compounds that contained inflammation. The animals were not fed alfalfa sprouts, had increased inflammation compared to those with fed alfalfa sprouts. All these have a link where they were looked up. I'm not going to go through that for time. Bolster's immune system. 2009, a study on lupus was done. Same thing. The scientists doing this study want to see the alfalfa sprouts could be helpful for people who suffered autoimmune disease such as lupus. The animals that were given alfalfa had lower T-cell counts at the end of that study. So just as we continue, you just kind of see as they're doing studies on animals that are public knowledge and can be researched what's happening. But once again, we read the statement from the federal government, so we're still in compliance. All these things it could do for you, okay? Antioxidant effects and radiation. Another one talks about the photochemistry and photobiology of the alfalfa, all right? This alfalfa can lower cholesterol. There's an eight-week study that showed in the May 10,087 issue of, I can't even pronounce the word, some people are medics, arthrosclerosis. According to that study, patients with H high cholesterol were given alfalfa for eight weeks. At the end of that study, their LDL was known as bad cholesterol was dropped by 30%. Wow. I have LDL. So I haven't had my cholesterol checked, but that's good to know. That'll be my next check when I come back in the springtime to get it checked. After studying, the patients stopped eating alfalfa and their cholesterol returned to the previous levels. Pretty insane. All right. We're about to get to this, the end of this. Improve certain mental conditions. Alfalfa has been used to treat a medical condition, including kidneys, bladders, prostrate. It also can increase urine flow. Patients with osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, upset stomach, and asthma can benefit from alfalfa. All right. I have, I have arthritis in every location in your body that you can have it. And no, I'm not cured of arthritis, but from a pain scale of eight with the one that I had from Afghanistan that from my neck and, and radiate down my, the radiation that goes down that they, I can't do no more um, um, chiropractors because of my neck. The VA's all freaking out. They want to start doing steroids. That pain in that neck 
is all but like a one or two. I won't say zero just to be in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's different. It, it's not eight where it always has been for the last umpteen years. Huge difference in my life if you guys can't see. I mean, I am 55, soon to be, in doing things that, man, I just, I was like, I didn't think this was going to be possible. Last thing and close out on barley, helps strengthen the immune system, boosts energy and stamina, fights cancer cells, reduces harmful cholesterol, removes toxins. If you're full of doo-doo, it's going to get rid of it. AIDS digestion, it sure does. I'm publicly blasting this. I had IBS for years. One of my trips in Afghanistan, I was told to cut off the backside of my pants, Grandpa, because I was 40 years old in combat, you know, because of my IBS. Well, I don't know. It's gone. I don't have it no more. I don't know what, you know, being normal again with using the bathroom, but that's how it's been. So that is a true story, by the way. So prevents anemia and fatigue, supports proper kidney. I have chronic kidney disease as well. I haven't had my kidneys tested, but that's one of my other uh, huge, huge, huge uh, PTSD is my number one and chronic kidney disease is number two. There's no cure for chronic kidney disease, but I bet you next time I, Tony has me on here in the spring, maybe we'll see where my chronic kidney disease is at. Oak grant. So there's a lot of different grasses that we use. And so that'll go into those details. But all I want to do is there's another one called oak grass. It improves brain health and increased dopamine. All this has grown on that factory. It's not even a factory on that ranch out there in Utah by the friend of mine that's the owner. And I just, we've known each other just by chance to other companies in the past. And I hadn't seen him in 15 years until this. Supports blood circulation. This is the oak grass. Inflammatory, anti-inflammatory agents. Fights constipation and alkalizes your body. That was the oak grass. Kamut grass maintains tissue strength. Helps you, it's talking here, one cup of this grain supplies 28% of the daily fiber advised for women. One cup. Lowers the cholesterol, protects free radicals. I mean, the list just keeps going. And we talked about nitric oxide. Coenzyme QT, Q10. There's another one that it does. The Hawthorne, Hawthorne berry extract. All this antioxidants that we have. All right. Getting to the end, folks. And then this adapt, adaptogen blend that we have. Six benefits of the reishi mushroom. Now, I have gout. Gout's part of... uh, arthritis and mushrooms are bad for you when you have gout among other stuff i haven't ate red meat in years and i may maybe i'll go try it but looking at six benefits of one of the adaptogen blends is the six benefits of this mushroom reishi mushroom i probably mispronounce it it boosts the immune system anti-cancer properties could fight fatigue and depression another one adding there another one for the heart and it does control your blood sugar and then the big one that I know everybody probably uses, and I can't pronounce it, but I think organic ashwagandha, whatever that one is. I know that my my um, nephew and niece, they, his wife and him, they they take this. And I know I've taken it before, and I had some – I was out in Colorado with them, and she said, this is going to help you, Uncle BJ, and it sure did. And this thing does a lot of things. One of them reduces symptoms of mental health condition. It can benefit in athletic performance. I am doing – 50 squats and 45 push-ups a day at 55 years old. Haven't done either one of them in years. Um, just saying. May, may help boost testosterone, increase fertility in men. Mm. Well, yeah, life's changed there too. I'm just going to leave it at that, okay? Uh, blood sugar's down. Brain is, is just in a place that I wish it was in my Army days. And this is the big one. 
It keeps talking about reducing inflammation because that's where cancers and all that stuff in that alkaline, you know, we need this to help our body because we're so acidic. You know, this also, this ashwagandha can help with insomnia. Um, it's just another example. So we've got a couple more roots that we do and they're all very similar. Um, like one's called astrologus and it improves the heart, helps with, so you see that we're doing multiple things of organic ingredients and plants that we're putting into this. And with that being said, I want to say thank you guys for your time. This information is available. If Tony wants to give you that information, I can get it out to you. I can get it out to anybody about this product. And it's not so much about me trying to get anybody on this product. Just really the moral of this is if you're taking PTSD meds, make sure that you closely watch yourself. And it, you need to find your circle. And as we become older in our 50s, 40s, late 40s, 60s, your circle is going to get smaller. Keep in your circle the people that you can call and say, man, my PTSD is back. Because I haven't had that. I haven't had that. And a lot of it's my own fault because I ostracized myself because, you know, just is what it is when you leave the military sometimes. So I know that if I can just get one word out to somebody, get it out there. But do know this. If you're being prescribed medications, it's your responsibility to talk to your doctor and to really find out about all the good and bad things that it can do. We always find out what it can do to help us. We should start asking the question what it does to hinder it and hurt us. And this guy that was my psychiatrist, who's still my psychiatrist, he knows because we've lived this journey for seven and a half years. So he was just elated to hear that I have found the strength and the courage to, you know, start weaning myself off this and his permission took myself off of it. So anything I've mentioned here is just what's happened to me personally in my story. And it's what I say every day. It's what I put out there public every day. And I want to do anything in my power to help someone, no matter what your, your problem is, especially with PTSD, get help. Our government still has some good programs. They really do. I'm not even going to get into big pharma and about pills. It is what it is. And it's part of our life. So since it's a part of our life, then we just got to make sure that we know what we're taking and consuming and putting in our bodies. And with that, Tony, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. So, um, BJ, so I just had a couple of things, right? So, um, before we, you know, started recording this, we were talking about, um, just my transition out of the military. And, uh, part of my transition is I've dealt with a lot of, uh, veterans, right. And they're all giving me their advice on what to do for my shoulders and my back. Um, the, and you know, I was talking about how I'm kind of getting fed up with it because bro, you were a pack pack clerk or a weapons expert. Like all these people that I was talking, that I've been talking to, none of them were doctors, but they're giving me medical advice. Yeah. Um, so that, that's part of that comes into, into this episode, right? We're, we're giving you advice, but neither of us are doctors. We're talking telling you what has worked for us. Um, but your health is important, right? We're no longer in the military. So I remember before we'd go to sick call and they would like, here's some icy hot and here's some Motrin and move out, right? Well, we're, we now can go to the doctor and the doctor works for us. We're the client, okay? And he's providing a service. So they're going to tell you something. And if you don't like what they have to say, you can say, okay, what else do you have? 
I want to hear other options. And if they say, hey, well, you only have 15 minutes, then you kindly say, please go get your boss. So then he can talk to me for another 15 minutes. But I made this appointment and I'm not leaving until we come up to to some plan on how we're going to take care of my health um, because our health is nobody's going to care more about our health than ourselves. We have to put ourselves first. We have to be number one. We have to, I'm not saying being rude. Don't go in there and threaten the doctor or the nurse practitioner or the PA, but have this, these conversations with them. And, you know, cause the easy answer is here's a pill. Here's a pill, right? BJ and I were talking before. I can't do pills. My addictive Nature just will not let me do pills because if one is good, then 10 must be better, right? That's how my mind works. So I can't do that. So I have to find other ways. Um, uh, if you're out there, you might want to invest into a uh, tiger bomb because I buy that crap by the, by the pound. Okay. Um, because my shoulders hurt, but you know, just putting that stuff on me, it feels better. It feels I'd rather do that than take a bunch of pain pills. Um, so again, you know, this is just what's worked for us. And so it's, it's an option for you out there. You can look into it, you know, um, take this product and show your doctor and see what they have to say. Um, you know, again, it's just an option. We're just trying to help people. We're trying to help our brothers and sisters instead of sitting home you know, just rotting away because the military's done with us. There's life to live and you don't have to have this mask on. What I don't want you guys to do is go out and just pretend that you're happy. Like we should actually authentically be happy and it's okay. It's okay for us to be happy. Now, the other question I have for you, VJ is, um, well, two, one, you mentioned a lot of products in this, um, a lot of different ingredients in this product. I already know the answer to this, but why can't I just go buy the ingredients myself? Well, you and can. I know, and I know I'm not going to do it because I'm lazy. So, <laughs> Right. But because of what we have, our closest competitor that has our same name, they only have four of the 72 ingredients and they charge twice, almost three times the amount of money. You know, and, and they're not organic. That's the key, being certified organic. So, you know, there's no bad stuff in it. Okay. Now, the biggest question I have is, what does this stuff taste? What's what's the taste? What's the quality of that? So uh, because I tried, I, I tried those super beets and whew, those things, that's horrible, man. That, that still tastes like beets. <laughs> I, I found a company that was really good, to be honest with you. And their products were, were wholesale products. But, man... I just, their greens were just apps. I couldn't, I mean, I blended them with bananas and even, you know, did a little bit of stuff like sugar and stuff. And this is a very fruitful taste. And, you know, some people don't, I don't like coconut, but I, it's got the pina colada taste and it just, and strawberries. So it's, it's kind of a mixture of strawberries and pineapples. And there's like, there's no aftertaste. I mean, literally there is no aftertaste to it. It's just, you put it in 10 ounces of water, mix it up you know, three to five seconds. And what we do, Tony, I didn't even mention this, is we do a, a nitric oxide test to show what your body has. And what we do is we have these strips that we give people and have them to take it before you drink and after you drink. Just literally one, one, you know, three or four sips will change the look of your nitric oxide. Normally, if we're on some kind of like, you know, 
I think I'm on fish gel or, or fish oils or whatever. That may have something in there that may cause it a little bit more pink, but just one drink in that oxy. So you know what the nitric oxide, and that's the big key. I mean, we're talking Nobel Peace Prize award winner for this one ingredient that we have taken and amplified it to make it even what it is to to be pretty incredible, to be honest with you. And the taste, just, yeah, it's 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 the favorite thing about it was the taste. And that's the first thing I told them. If, if I can't drink it, I'm not even going to pretend to sell it. or not even going to take it. I won't take it. I'll just it'll be done. And everybody told me, you won't be, you won't be, what was the word exactly said? Um, you'll be surprised. And I'm like, well, that, that could mean anything. Well, literally when I got it, you know, I was like, and I did my, I did a live test where I drank it for the first time and showed it. So there's a, four, I, I, now that I like to talk again, there's like four or five minute video where I showed, you know, taking it and doing it. And it, I could feel the difference, believe it or not. A little bit longer than you asked. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> no, no, no. That's good. That's good. Um, so, you know, we're hitting about like the 40 minute mark. So yep. um, do, you, do you have any shout outs you want to give BJ? No, I just, you know, thanks for everybody. Um, one of my former bosses, I don't want to mention his name on here, but he listened to our episode five. Um, KD, you know who you are. I hope you listen to this one. Everybody else out there that supported me and um, all the veterans, if you need help, get help. There's a lot of great, great, great resources out there that our U.S. government applies or, or gives us. So thanks a lot, Tony, for having me and enjoy the holidays. All right. Well, BJ, again, you know, you're always welcome to come on whenever you want. Appreciate you, man. For everybody out there, hope you have a Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we'll talk to you later. Zot, zot, zot. And roll tide. Roll tide, baby.